0: Welcome, everybody, to the San Antonio Realty Pros Podcast. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this upcoming episode. We intend to bring you the best content and the best information possible about real estate, and you might learn something along the way. Thanks for joining. Enjoy the episode. So, here we are again with another episode. Uh, we want to bring you guys some killer information. Um, do, 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 was, that, was that the X-Files? <laughs> no, Jaws, man. Oh, okay. Jaws. <laughs> your your do-do-do was off. Well, it
1: was high-pitched. Jaws <laughs> got kicked in the butt. <laughs> All
0: right, so um, what's the discussion topic for today, man?
1: Hey, so we're coming up to the end of the year, and what happens at the beginning of the year? Well, Uncle Sam's like, eh, you got until April 15th to pay me. So I know I've worked with a couple new property owners that have bought rental properties this year, and I figure a lot of our listeners probably have or know somebody that has some rental properties. So we're going to talk about some of the real estate tax advantages that you might be able to qualify for on your taxes uh, this coming year. Now, I want to caveat that Stephen and I are not accountants. We're not CPAs. We're not licensed financial advisors. So what we're giving is some information to feed you that you can ask the certified public accountant or a regular accountant or, you know, bookkeeper or whoever, somebody that's a tax preparer, and say, hey, I heard Dave and Steve were talking about X, Y, and Z. Do I qualify? So I just want to get that out of the air. Yeah, we don't listen to, like... I'm providing some information, uh, <laughs> yeah. and it's just my information. It's not legal advice or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, we do not want to be confused. So if you get busted for tax fraud because I said something wrong because, you know, in two weeks, the Congress meets and changes some kind of tax code. So yeah, If this were admit.
0: video, we'd put like a little disclaimer box on the bottom, and it says disclaimer we are not professional. And close your eyes. Yeah. Now picture a box, <laughs> yeah. and inside of it has words. It says,
1: "We're not accountants. <laughs> Don't sue me, bro." So yeah, you can sue Stephen. Don't sue me, bro. But uh, hey, so some of the things that these were deductions I was able to take as a property owner that had a rental property and things like that. So um, one is depreciation. Now I learned this the hard way because. I was sitting over there doing turbo tax and I entered everything in for being a, you a know, property owner, my income coming in, expenses going out, but depreciation. So the house is going to depreciate, and the IRS is going to count on that whether you take that deduction or not. So I bought a house in 2007. We PCS'd in 2008, so it turned into a rental property until 2018. Well, that's ten years of depreciation that I had a back pay for my pro, uh, with my taxes. So, um, and I didn't claim the depreciation, and because nobody was there, I didn't have a CPA or a bookkeeper. I thought TurboTax was good enough for me. So, um, talk to uh, an accountant or a bookkeeper about depreciation uh, because whether you claim it or not, the IRS is going to account for it. Uh, another thing is. Uh, I was fortunate enough, I had a VA loan, so I didn't have to pay mortgage uh, insurance. But if you're paying mortgage insurance, uh, you can check and see if that is tax deductible as well. Uh, One thing that I know is tax deductible is mortgage interest. So at the end of the year, uh, you're going to... Well, I guess at the beginning of the year, your lender will send you a statement. It's a 1099, and it'll show how much... Interest you paid over the years or over that year for your uh, property So you depending on how you file you could claim that as well Um, Deferral of capital gains and using a 1031 exchange to do that. So if you sold your rental property If you didn't live in it, you know enough to To have it considered a personal property and it's considered an investment property um, You're gonna have to pay capital gains I had to pay capital gains on what I had from the depreciated value to what I sold it at, not mm-hmm. what I paid for it to what I made from it. So um, what I could have done is I could have taken all my gains, put it in a 1031 tax exchange and bought another property with it. But uh, at that current time, I didn't want to have another rental property. I just wanted to, to kind of be done with it and focus on real estate and dealing with everybody else's rental uh,
0: issues instead of my home. Um, well so there's there's also I want to interject really quick there's also a way <clears throat> to kind of divert the tax, right? So not divert but you get a tax break. Um, if you've lived in the property, if it's, you know, I think it's like 3 of the last 5 years. 2 of the last 5. 2 of the last 5. If you so. if you've lived in the property or you know, can prove that you've lived in the property, you actually as a single person, you get a $250,000 tax deduction um, off the capital gains and if you are married and you both
1: so own the property think, it's a
0: $500,000 yeah so you can you know say you make $100,000 in profit off the sale of the house well you can write that completely off because that it, yep it's you don't have to worry about capital gains on that yep, which so is really good um,
1: yeah so if you have a rental property and you've you lived in it for two years and you're getting close to five years mm-hmm. that may be something to look at Yeah. Uh, another thing that you can take off is the cost of repairs, maintenance, and upkeep. So, that uh, hot water heater that went out, the AC service that you have done, um, you know, whatever it is to keep the house maintained, preventative maintenance, or routine maintenance, or unscheduled maintenance, you can uh, claim those costs. Make sure you have receipts for that, though. Now, if you have a property manager, When they send you a 1099, ask them if it's going to be broken down to where it has your income and your expenses, for if they manage any of the repairs. Um, I personally just deduct the expenses from the income so that they know what their taxable income is. Mm. So uh, if your property manager's already deducted that from uh, the 1099 that they give you, you can't double dip. Uh, Another thing that you can do is cost of services since we're talking about property management and such. So um, for our property management services, we get paid a fee. We get a leasing fee. We get a monthly management fee. Those those are costs incurred with managing that property. So you can write those costs off as well. Um, Utilities, if you cover any of the utilities, alarm, water, sewer, trash, um, those type of things, HOA dues, you should be able to write those off as well. Now, here's one that, that I did take advantage of. So, when I lived in Alaska and was going to be stationed in Virginia, I wanted to come check out on my rental property mm-hmm. here in San Antonio. So, I took where the Army would not pay me, dropped down to San Antonio. And then d- drove back up to where the army would cover my mileage, so I wasn't double dipping. So, if you're out on the IRS and you're listening, I did it right. <laughs> um, but I took that additional mileage and deducted it because I came down to check on the rental property, meet with the tenants, kind of see what's going on, check on the property manager, because uh, most of, I have a client that lives in Houston. That I manage properties for. I have another one that lives in North Carolina. I have one that lives in California, so they can't come by. I have another one that lives in Maine. They can't come by and check out the properties very easily. So if you fly in, um, you know, to check on the property for an inspection, for some repairs, etc., you could uh, deduct, um, you know, the gas, mileage, things like that, uh, from your your uh, taxes as well. Uh, and like the last thing, that and it's kind of big too, is your property taxes. So depending on what what county you live in depending on how much your house is worth you know you could be talking about you know four eight ten twelve thousand dollars in property taxes that you can deduct from your um, from your property taxes so uh, that's kind of a quick rundown just to kind of recap you got depreciation mortgage insurance mortgage interest tax deductions deferral of capital gains using a 1031 exchange cost of repairs maintenance and upkeep uh, property management fees, legal fees, uh, utilities, travel costs, and property taxes. So those are kind of like the key things to keep on, an eye on if you or someone you know has a rental property. Again, talk to a certified public accountant, a bookkeeper, a certified licensed tax preparer to see what you can qualify for. Every, every year the tax code changes uh, depending on how you file you may not be able to claim it some of these or any of these uh, but uh, this is just kind of put a bug in your ear to uh, maybe save you some money this year
0: yeah maybe we need to get a get our cpa on on a episode of the podcast just to kind of go over some of this stuff too because i mean i didn't really think of that, about that before but it might be a good idea to have them on and Just explain some of the nuances of this, because this can get tricky. You can get in some big trouble if you don't watch your P's and Q's on this. I'll talk
1: to Jennifer and see if she's up.
0: So I was looking at um, the real estate CPA website here, and it's talking about um, uh, a bunch of different write-offs that you might be able to look at. I think you just covered most of these. But um, I don't think we really talked about depreciation and amortization. At all
1: right I just did That was like the first thing I talked about Oh did you See he's like my wife Never listens I'm over here researching uh, Some
0: extra topics I'm glad she doesn't Listen to the podcast She gets tired Of listening to me anyway She might She (laughs) might start
1: listening to it If if people start snitching And start Hey Dave's talking (laughs) trash about you She probably wouldn't Listen to you anyway Okay
0: Ah. I guess I was totally off base I was reading some other stuff here I apologize Yeah (laughs) Do push ups Um, So yeah I mean Other than that I mean You know right now You know looking at the market um, I was just looking on Sabor and it was showing like in the last 30 days. Obviously, today's date is uh, 20th. the 20th of. Um,
1: 35 days to Christmas. Of November,
0: yeah. And so I was looking at, let's go back to the MLS here and look. The 30 day history, I mean, there's in the past 30 days been 5,742 new listings on the MLS for Sabor. Um, 665 have expired. And. There have been five thousand three hundred eighty nine price changes, and three thousand one hundred forty five solds. So
1: that's a deficit um, of about two. That's about two thousand houses more hitting the market than what's being sold.
0: Yeah. So I mean, that really kind of goes to show that um, there's there's been, which is kind of strange for this part of the year. Typically, you don't see that many extra listings than you do see um, solds. But you know, it does look at the trend is kind of going down in, in sales. And uh, the slowdown for putting new inventory on the market is not slowed really. Um, so I don't know. I, I think if, if you've got some extra money laying around and you're looking to buy, uh, or you need to,
1: you need to dump some, some cash. Yeah, you go for some tax find purposes a flip
0: or something, or find something that's rentable, and go ahead and and uh, pull the trigger on that now. Um, you. you Looking at the numbers, it looks like you might be able to make a better deal on the buyer side than you would be on the seller side. Oh, most side. definitely. So
1: I mean this whole year's been kind of out of whack. It got yeah. busy for a while. Like mm-hmm. this the beginning or the end of last year, beginning of this year was really slow. Mm-hmm. Then it like took off like you know, a bat out of hell. And then it kind of started slowing down. Yeah. And I've been looking at it, and every week, because uh when I go to my networking group, every week I give them the hey, this is how many houses were added to the market this past seven days. Here's yeah. how many have sold. Here's how many price changes. And there's been more price changes for the most part than what has been added to the market. So what that indicates to me is you're adding more houses to the market. You're having a lot more price changes. It's because the market's starting to get a little oversaturated yeah. uh, based off the numbers we're looking at. But uh, it's... Basic economics, supply and demand, right? Yeah. If you have more of a supply than, than the demand, then you can get a better deal, buy a rental property or two, get some tax advantages. You probably need to, if you're not paying cash, you need to get on that now because it takes about 30 days to close. You don't want to be waiting until the 30th because that's just bad business. Yeah. So you're probably about five to, to seven days away from ensuring that if you put something under contract and not paying cash, you'd have it closed before Christmas or before the, the end of the year.
0: Yeah, I just typed in a seven-day refresh here, and, it, and it's showing in the last seven days there's been 1,352 new listings added and only 723 sold. So if, if um, twice
1: as many houses going on the market yeah. than off the market. How many price changes?
0: Um, almost as ma- more than has been listed, so yeah. 1,382 price changes, which means people are going in heavy on their pricing and they're having to correct the pricing because they're not moving as fast as they thought they would. Well, I think what part of that has to do with
1: they're used to a certain market. Sure. Here. Yeah. And now that it's starting to flatten out a little bit. Yep. They they can't they they realize and they can't get what they could have got if they sold it last year yep. or the year before.
0: So, um, I want to go over this October 2019 report too um, for single family. Um, I guess we could probably go down through the whole list here. It's, it's not that much. Um, we'll do residential, single-family and stuff like that, rental too. But as far as um, single-family sales this year, um, as of October, I guess that's, that's probably what it is. Yeah, as of October, 2,860 home sales, um, and that's versus 2,550 for last year, this time last year. So that's a 12% increase and in change. In the market, some more houses sold. Yeah, and here's cool. the crazy part: the average price a year ago was two hundred fifty-six thousand seven hundred fifty-six dollars. This year, the average price up to right now is two hundred seventy-seven thousand six hundred eighty. That's an eight percent change, uh, which is really good. Um, it is if you
1: bought last year.
0: Well, that, that, <laughs> that's something. Yeah, I mean for our for our listeners that are clients that are buyers. Um, You know, that I would take an 8% gain in in my investment Mm -hmm. uh, all day long. All day, all day. Every year, if they could do that, I mean, you'd be good to go. But, um, you know, something that you really don't want to see is like a crazy change, like a a double digit. Um, I would say anything over 15 or 20% year over year is going to be bad because eventually that roller coaster has to reach the the, the end of the ride. (laughs) Yeah. So then, then you're going downhill for a little ways. Uh, until the market can correct itself, but it looks like you know um media, even median price jumped uh, quite a bit from two twenty two nine last year this time, and now it's two thirty five seven um so that that uh that's really positive news as far as rentals goes uh, if you're an investor, if you're just a long term hold person um it looks like for uh, rentals last year. There was a uh, 1,065 and then 1,184, right, this year. Um, that's an increase of 11%, but is that for the month of October? I, this is just monthly. Yeah, I was going to say, that can't be the, the entire year. No, that's just okay. monthly. Yeah. So that's actually really good. Um, there was an increase there, and it looks like the average price went from 1446 to 1453 so that's also increased so rents are increasing but it does say that there's a zero percent change i guess i don't know what reason why there would be a zero percent change but
1: well depending on the spread it may yeah. only be like point four right and, and it didn't even compute right yep
0: um and oh we didn't even talk about days on market so this is important and i'm completely glossed right over it so uh the average days on market a year ago for single family dwellings um, was a fifty-five average days on market. Um, now, can I guess? I can't I can see your screen. Okay, go ahead. Sixty-four. Not quite. It's fifty-eight. So it increased mm-hmm. by a couple days, which it doesn't. To me, that doesn't prove. That's a five percent change, right? That doesn't prove a shift in in um, the stagnation or whatever you want to call it. The, you know, sitting on the on the market that much longer. That's really not. Um, a crazy difference. If it was like a 10 digit change, then I'd be like, wow. Yeah. So we're slowing down or or we're speeding up or whatever. But 55 to 58 is really not, um, too big of a difference there. Um, now crazy thing, active listings. Um, let's see for October was a 10,476. And then new listings was 4,000. So, I guess for the entire time, there was a 10,000, almost 10,500 listings active. But for the month of October, they added 4,000 listings, um, which is, that's pretty heavy. Um, And then they had, I guess they had 2,486 pending sales during that period. Um, On the rental side, this is something for you guys to think about too. And we'll do this like a... Uh, comparative analysis when we're doing breakdowns for property management, we'll tell you, like, hey, average days on market in this area for rentals staying on the market because you need to know what your holding costs are, right? So um, the biggest thing about rentals and property managers is turnover is expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, Holding that, The holding costs of that property, you know, if you've got a mortgage especially, it's expensive because you're Mm -hmm. having to pay that mortgage and you don't have that passive income coming in. So anytime you have a vacancy, that's a big problem. Um, And going into, you know, setting up for the property management portion of it for us, uh, we're going to want to know, like, what we can give you as a sort of an expectation. Uh, When you get a tenant to clear out of that place, we need to have it turned over as quickly as possible, paint, touch-ups, repairs, whatever. And we need to know, like, okay, is it a 45-day expectation? Um, Do we need to bring the price down a little bit so we can get it rented out faster? Uh, but it looks like a year ago for residential rentals in October it was a 49 day, and then it only went to a 50 day this year in October. So not a big change there. I feel like that that's not a bad average either for overall. I guess. Um,
1: no, because you have some that they'll go fast. Yeah. And then you have some that sit on the market forever. Yeah. Um, I was just doing some some comps uh, for somebody yesterday, and uh, you know. from one of my listings because we're debating whether to take it off the market for the holidays or not and so I went through the the past 12 months and looked at how many days on market things were Mm -hmm. well I was looking at May, June, July and August and then I was looking at everything else so I can compare days on market in the buying time and non-buying time traditionally right right and the days on market for both were only like 2 days off. Oh wow. But the reason being is for the the buying time, there's only seven properties and two of them have been on the market for two, over 200 days. Yeah. If I took those out, the time on market would be about 55 days versus 119 days. Yeah. So so the numbers at least they're staying they're staying consistent. Yeah. But you know, if you have you know, if you have two hundred on the market and one hundred were on the market for a hundred days, and a half the other half was on the market for one day, your average is going to still be fifty. So it's kind of, you know, it's good to see it's consistent, but yeah,
0: yeah, because the that's numbers the thing. can be. We weird. need to be able to plan. That's the you know, with us, we need to be able to know what to expect, and we don't want to go into a situation where the numbers are all skewed up. Um, you know, like. Like, here we go, <laughs> perfect example, commercial rentals. Okay, commercial leases, days on market a year ago or 160. This year, 244. Now, that's a big jump.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's well, they, that's an they extra just, month and a half, two months.
1: You see down on 1103, they're building another little strip yeah. center. Right on 78 and 3009, they're building another, or 1103, they're building another one. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you got a 53% change.
0: That's bad news.
1: Well, shoot, for- we're buying our office. Yeah. There's, what, 12 offices that are done? We're the first people to move in yep. and are going to be moving in. Yep. And, uh, you know, in our particular building, uh, the listing agent bought the two end caps to rent out. They've been for rent. We've been under contract since August. We're closing on Friday. Yep. And he still didn't have them rented out. That's right. And, you know, across the street, you know, the other two buildings, yeah, across the parking lot, they don't even have any, any tenants or anything in there. Talk so. about
0: holding costs.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: I so. mean, geez, that's a brand new facility, and I know what we paid for ours, and I know what our mortgage is going to be, and mm-hmm. it's going to be like, I know what those other ones rent for. Those are other ones are rent – the mm-hmm. ones across the parking lot are rent for like 1900 or $2, which $2, is $2, more or our our Which these, is more than our mortgage. Our mortgage. So, yeah, I, this kind of scares me as far as um, – if I were a, a commercial property owner – uh, that would be an alarming change, mm-hmm. uh, and that's definitely, definitely not good.
1: But that's why they have everybody sign a three or five year lease, so they can cover a bunch of that exactly. cost, spread it out mm-hmm. over yep. that time, and, and plan for some. And uh, they're triple net vacancy too,
0: because they're not covering the property covered. taxes. And exactly. Stuff like that. So the triple net is going to be. So the, they the have a vacancy rate, but but they're not hurting as bad as they could nah. be.
1: That's it's a totally different arena than than property management. Yep. For and residential.
0: Let's see. So the year-to-date, okay, this is the year-to-date report here. We'll go single-family. Yeah, the year-to-date, it went up, too. So the average price, um, and this is up to October, from January 1 to October, the um, the average price a year ago was 259000 right? So this year the average price is $269,900, but the sales last year up to October – I guess it would be October 31st. Um, we're 27,462 home sales, right? Complete this year. There were 29,111 home sales, which is a plus plus six percent increase in sales, right? Which is good. I like that. Yeah, um, and,
1: and I think you know when I say that the I think the market's kind of flattening out. I don't mean that the buyers aren't there. I mean it's just a no, supply no. and demand thing. Like the, it's obviously you know you got what a ten percent growth or whatever it was, eleven percent growth. Yeah. So the buyers are still out there. Mm-hmm. The the houses are just sitting on the market a little bit longer because instead of having three to look at, I now have five or six that I can go look mm-hmm. at. And now I'm going to go pick this one because it's got a nest, or I'm going
0: to go pick this one because it has a pool, or I'm
1: right. going to pick this
0: one because it's a little there's more weaker. choices. Yeah, yeah, and the buyers can be a little bit more picky, mm-hmm. and I've actually seen a lot of that. I've seen buyers be a little bit more um, choosy on as to what you know, because they can hop on their Zillow app or their San Antonio Realty pros.com app, and
1: not a shameless plug,
0: <laughs> and, and you know they can they can pull up as many houses as they want to look at, and they set their filters to what they want. Mm-hmm. There's 20 or 30 listings that they could go look at, and, mm-hmm. and I noticed it. Oh.
1: I had I had one. My client was like, "Hey, I'm looking for." Th- this bedroom size this price range or not mm-hmm. to exceed this price range in this feature right mm-hmm. i put up like 400 or something i'm like hey i was like you gotta give me something else because i've got 400 houses to choose from yeah. from here you know and i was like would well, do you do you want to have granite or do you want to have quartz do you do you want to have this do you want to have that
0: and yeah well just, when you got okay so like if they have certain tastes right you you know there are places and times where you can pull up and there's only like 20 matches and it's easy mm-hmm. to flip through all the pictures, right? Right. But when you got 400, you really need to get down into the nitty gritty and mm-hmm. go, okay, uh, all the, ec- what is it? on the Right. On I'm like, like, hey,
1: do you prefer a left-hand garage or a exactly. right-hand garage? Yeah, you like, know? Do you want your house hey, you facing know. the east or the west. Right. Like, which one? You know, uh, do you want four-side brick or, you know, doesn't what does it matter? Like, right. tell me tell me everything you want and I'll see yeah. what I can narrow this list down. Mm-hmm. Do you want dual vanity sinks?
0: Yep. So, yeah, I mean, that kind of – I just wanted to go over that really quick because I thought that it was super important. Um, You know, we're in a pretty healthy market right now. So if you're wondering what the market information is, we'd love to be able to send this information to you. We can print this off, download it in a PDF, and email it to you. Um, You can actually – okay, so really quick, while you're on the podcast, if you listen to the podcast through Anchor, the actual Anchor um, application – right. You can send voice messages uh, to us that way. That's kind of cool because you get on the episode. You're like, "Hey, I want to send them a message or a comment or something like that." You can actually record a little voice message and it'll send it to us, and we can air it on on the episode or whatever. Where we can just listen to it. Nice. Because here's what here's what I want to do. I want to build this audience to where they they're asking some questions of us. We love to answer questions. Right. Um we want to be able to interact with the, with the audience. And, and I think the best way to do that is through the different avenues that we have. we got the anchor app. You can send us an email. Uh, you can send it to David at San Antonio realty or you can send it to me, Steven, and that's S T E V E N at San Antonio realty com. Um, and yeah,
1: don't call him Stefan.
0: Yeah. A lot don't spell it with a pH. Cause that, it won't go to me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I, I want if you guys have questions or something like that, you can also just send us a message through Facebook. Um, if you go to our uh, Karis Randolph Signature Property Group uh, Facebook page, you can just shoot us a message. Or if you, you know, if you if you know our phone numbers, like right off the bat, you can just text us easily. But we'd love to, you know, get into some discussion. Uh, maybe even take some callers um, on some live. We're going to be doing some live events too. It's going to be pretty cool. Um, yeah, once we get all set up. Yeah, so, okay, big news, right? So you want to break it down for them on the, some of the stuff we're doing this week? What's going on Friday?
1: Oh, so Friday we are closing on our office. What, what? So a big step, yeah. Uh, tomorrow we are going to be, they're letting us go in early to tape it. So Friday, once we get the
0: keys, we can go and paint it. Guys, this is huge. Um, we're buying yeah. our own building. <laughs> like, like huge. Our, it's a big deal. Huge, huge, huge. huge. <laughs> it's so Epic, big, big. epic, epic, <laughs> epic. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, I, I think that's a super exciting thing. And I, I um we like said, like David said, we close Friday.
1: Yeah, we close Friday and then uh we get the flooring installed uh f- next Friday and Saturday and Sunday. And then on Monday it? we are going to be getting a U-Haul and packing out of our suite that we're at right now and and moving on up like George and Wheezy. Oh,
0: yeah. We're and, definitely uh, moving
1: up. Yeah. So, I mean, shoot. It's just it's nice. We're each going to have our own office. We're going to have a, a conference room. We're going to have a bullpen for uh, any agents that uh, join us. We've got a reception area. Uh, we're going to have a receptionist that's going to be there uh, at least from 10 to 3.30 to uh, Monday through Friday uh, until we get kicked up and going really well. And then we'll get somebody in there full time. Um, we're, we're going big because we're not going to go home.
0: That's right. I don't have a home to go to. <laughs> I sold it. Boom. No, I, th- I think that's going to be fun. Um, I'm super excited because I'll get to set up, you know, an official, you know, podcast and, and uh, vodcast area so where we can start doing some more live videos because we really want to do a weekly. And we've been saying this for <laughs> about... 10 episodes now that we want to set up, you know, our reoccurring episode, um, every week we want to do something, but we're really going to go for it this time because now we're getting set up for the future and it's going to be important for us to interact with everybody. And so we're setting up our schedules to, I think, I think my overall goal is to get us to doing at least one live, um, video podcast every
1: week bro i want to do live in concurrence with this like have this live
0: yeah that's what i'm saying i want to turn this into a weekly thing but also have other podcasts that we can drop on a on a specific day like i think in the past we were dropping the episodes on wednesdays Mm -hmm. so wednesday morning i would have it to where it would it would drop like at 6 a.m yep and um so everybody would kind of get it around seven o'clock from the from the iTunes app or whatever app that you're subscribed to If you go onto to iTunes with your phone um, You can actually subscribe And it'll automatically give you each episode as they drop out um, Which is kind of cool so you don't have to look us up It just sends you a post notification It says hey, you know, uh, San Antonio Realty Pros has put out a new episode And blase, uh, blase But yeah, I mean, I'm excited, man
1: You know, I want to do some uh, some podcast, some video casts, like on location in places. I want to like freak people out, like Lowe's and Home Depot, the
0: other day. But I haven't even opened it yet because I don't, I don't know if I want to take it back or not. This is you can uh, live stream like a pro. So this is the Mevo Plus Mevo, and so it's a 4K camera. 4K. 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 And what it does is it'll it'll. It has its own battery pack, so I can just sit it on a tripod, and and, it, and it's a wide 150 degree angle. I think is it is.
1: That should catch me.
0: And so what it'll yes, yeah, <laughs> it catch all sides. And so what it'll do is it's got some software. You run it on an iPad or a phone, and it'll have like the wide angle, right? So if I wanted to take put it over there on the wall, I could put it over there, and it would see both of us at one time. But here's the cool thing about it is I can as you're talking in the software, I can touch. Uh, a Put a square over your face and then a square over mine. Right. And as I'm talking, it'll pan over to me and it'll catch me talking. And then when you start talking, it'll pan over to you. So it's kind of like an automated thing. So it looks more like a professional show. And, um, that's what I, my goal is to like really take the, the podcast and the video podcast, like to the next level. And, um, I just want quality audio. Like that's something I've been working on right now is like, getting these microphones set, but we don't have any sound uh, dampening or any kind of sound absorbing for the echoes and stuff in here. So as the podcast kind of goes along, it gets better as it goes, um, because ultimately you want like top quality sound. I mean, that's even if, you know, the video is always going to be good because you can get 4k imagery but if the sound is kind of garbled and and real echoey and whatever it just it doesn't 4k
1: imagery well. 1k sound right
0: yeah well 10, 720p. 1080p yeah. <laughs> i'll go 480p on it yeah. <laughs> automatic native settings
1: all and right yeah, well it, i think that that pretty much wraps up what we we're going to talk about today huh
0: yeah i mean that's it man i just want everybody to know that we really appreciate all of our listeners and Oh. And our
1: clients and our customers and our, our business partners, too, because without them yeah. helping us be successful for our clients and our clients choosing us, yeah. we wouldn't be able to to be closing on our own business tomorrow. Uh, two years ahead of plan. Two years and, ahead of plan, uh, for sure. or, Yeah, so I uh, want to thank everybody. Yep. And if you know anybody that's looking for high-quality uh, real estate professionals, to help them in any of their needs, whether it's buying, selling, property management, you name it. Have them talk to Stephen or I, because I can guarantee you that if they if you refer them to us, they're going to be put on a, a, a pedestal, and they're going to be taken care of, and they're going to have exceptional customer service provided. So y'all have a good one. Appreciate you tuning
0: in. See you guys next time. <laughs>